You're listening to Radio Sega, and this is the Sega Lounge. Sit back, have a drink, and enjoy the conversation. Welcome to the Sega Lounge on Radio Sega. I'm KC and I'll be your host for tonight. Joined by the lovely Esper K. Hello! Hello, good to be back again. Awesome to have you here co hosting the Sega Lounge. Uh, we, we have a great show for everyone tonight. Uh, we're almost done with this third season of the Sega Lounge, but we, we still have a couple of. not a couple, three shows left including this one and we have a great interview with the Puyo Nexus guys coming up next so uh, be sure to uh, stay tuned for that uh, we also have news lots of news right Hesperke? a lot a lot like wow <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's a, gr- a great time to be a Sega fan so, so it's always nice to have good news for for the people um, we have music picked by uh, this week's guests and we have uh, interesting announcements uh, towards the end of the show, so stay tuned for that. Uh, regarding uh, Radio Sega stuff that's been happening and it, that's going to be happening in the next few days. So, yeah, stay tuned for that. But as usual, don't forget to join us on Discord, radiose.ga/discord, for fun times and uh, chat and banter and what whatnot. So, so yeah, if you're on Twitter as well, uh, check us out. Uh, at Radio Sega, that's, that's us. So, twitter.com slash Radio Sega. If you want to tweet at us, uh, send us a tweet. Uh, if you have a Twitter gun or something, send us a tweet. But enough of that, let's start with the news, shall we? We have Esperke doing the news this week, so that's always lovely. Because, um, as Gavi says, we have uh, the. How does he say it? Are you the, the happiest person on earth, is it? I think I've heard him call him. I, I think I've heard him call me that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so t- nothing but good news t- tonight, I'm sure, because it's you doing the news. So yeah, take it away, Esperkay. Well, first off, courtesy of Sega Nerds, we have news that Sonic Dash updates add Hello Kitty characters. Oh, I had a feeling oh, they yes, probably would have done yes. something, <laughs> especially since that party we saw. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Amy must be angry, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's pretty amazing how Sonic Dash keeps chugging along with new content. The game was first released in March 2013. Developer Hardlight Studio is letting new characters to keep players coming back and playing. In, the most, in its most recent update, the game adds Hello Kitty, Choco Cat, Lutz Maru, and My Melody as unlockable characters beginning today through January 1st. I'm oh, so psyched! This was about a week ago, though. Yeah. It doesn't appear Sonic Dash 2 Sonic Boom has received the update, so if you're a fan of Hello Kitty, you better get ready to unlock the characters. Yes! I haven't played Sonic Dash, but this makes me want to try it now. I, I'm, I'm actually being sarcastic, but this is interesting for, for Hello Kitty fans, <laughs> I think. Yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, that, that's I awesome. I do wonder what they would do. Yeah, they, they did the, the, the plushies as well, right? The crossover plushies or something? They had, I think they like had uh, stickers. I think keychains. I'll have to look up. Yeah, I, th- I think they had tails as as uh, Choco Cat. I think 
and uh, Hello Kitty dressed up as Sonic and stuff. So yeah, so it's yeah. I, I don't know what to say. <laughs> it's surreal. What a time to be alive. No kidding. <laughs> Especially with Son of the Hedgehog being now being available at the Build a Bear Workshop, I wouldn't expect this in my wildest. What a great segue! What a great segue! Look. Working on it. Uh, let's see. This year is filled with tons of awesome surprises for Sonic's 25th anniversary. Sega and Build Up a Workshop are rounding out the year and with the announcement of the brand new Sonic the Hedgehog doll that you can purchase at their Build a Bear website. Hmm. Try to say that ten times oh, really fast. Bluebird, bluebird. No. <laughs> then it would just come out weird. <laughs> bluebird. Oh, it's currently about thirty-five dollars. It's an online exclusive. But there's also a 13-inch pre-stuff Tales doll for 15. Let's see, additionally, there's a Sonic the Hedgehog t-shirt that you can customize for any bear, as well as a digital sound clip playing the special stage theme from Sonic the Hedgehog 3. Well, at least it's that one and not Sonic 2. It just sounds like a, a deal like, what, a hockey game or something when I hear it. Really? <laughs> okay. Hmm. No! A racing game, right. Uh, okay. Oh. Uh, let's see, and they give a link on where you can purchase it, which leads to the Build-A-Bear workshop somewhere. And that comes through to yeah. Polygon. Hmm. So, so yeah, if you, if you guys are fans of, of bear, bear uh, stuffed bears, <laughs> or something, um, this is interesting, I think. And speaking of bears, which Saijima managed to wrestle one in like Yakuza 5, that was the most awesome fight, by the way. My God, There's what plenty a segue of Yakuza again. news here. <laughs> what a great segue again. Hey, you're the one that set this up. I'm trying awesome. to work with it. <laughs> See a batch of Yakuza news, including Yakuza Kiwami coming west this summer on PS4, the Yakuza 1 remake being translated from. Wait, what? Yes. Oh. Yes. It's being translated from scratch, so it's not the same translator as the translation as, as they used for the you know they the actually the, the the original game was released uh, with uh, English dub in the West, but uh, this time they'll use the Japanese voices and they'll translate the whole thing from some from scratch. So yay, awesome, yeah. right? Yeah, Mullen said it on Twitter, so it has to be true. Indeed. At least it's not a pirate account. Last I checked, no, no, it's not. And now, so, since it's well, been said on the radio, it must be true as well. <laughs> oh, dear. Wow, getting sidetracked from my excitement. I think the last two is let's see, Yakuza Sits, A Song of Life Coming West in 2018. Oh, yeah, that was a batch of announcements the other day. Like really fantastic news. Yeah, uh, I, I never thought I never I'm thought we'd, we'd see six in the West. I was concerned that we wouldn't be seeing six at least around the same time as Kiwami, but this is close enough. I'm perfectly fine with this, and I know Brett was practically gushing about it like uh, last night. Yeah, it's 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 just a, a year's difference from the the Japanese version. Thing. Mm -hmm. They said early 2018, so you know the Japanese version comes out uh, so today in Japan, December 8th. So it's a little bit over a year, but it's it's not not that bad when compared to Yakuza 5, <laughs> right? Yeah, Yakuza 6 coming out tomorrow, like December 8th. 
in Japan. Yeah. And we're getting it like, yeah, a and year later. Yeah. That's, that's fantastic. Th- thanks for, th- thanks for uh, letting everyone know this is pre-recorded, by the way. Uh, when I when I said I'm today, sorry. it's because it's what this is airing on the eighth. Yes, oh, I'll just leave that. now. I'll just leave now, crying, oh. crying. No. Yeah. Well, let's see. In addition to Song of Life from the West in 2018, we're gonna get physical releases in NA and EU. Yep. Yep. So that's been confirmed as well. Mm-hmm. So let's we have physical releases. Of... Of John Harden on Twitter, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, well, yep, John confirmed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, just so we're clear now, by the way, Yakuza Kiwami and Yakuza 6 are both getting physical releases in the West. And yes, NA and EU for both titles. Kiwami is definitely deep silver. 6 in EU is to be announced publisher-wise, but 100% made EU. So, physical releases. I can finally get a physical release of a Yakuza game since, well... Hmm, since 4. I, I came into the series late. I never got. I, I I came into the series with four, so I never got. And uh, only when they released it digitally, so I never got any physical Yakuza games. Yeah, I would have been lucky to get it, uh, Yakuza one and two, like when they came out back then. Mm-hmm. Especially with it, it was just really terrible. <laughs> but oh, now we can start all over again. Yes. Yay. Yep. So next next up is a, is a follow up from a, a news uh, we we shared with with everyone last week regarding King of uh, Fighters yes. 14. King of Fighters 14 visual patch is coming in January. Uh, Brett also said something about this last time. Wow, they looking at the comparisons here. They really really improved on what they had before. Uh, let's see, last week Atlas revealed a new patch com- would be coming to King of Fighters 14 that would improve the game's visuals. At the time of the announcement, there was no concrete release date. Fortunately, the release window is now looking a bit clearer. Let's see, and they'll release this January, and they also linked a video to the let's see, before and afters side-by-side, and they look the afters look absolutely amazing to yeah. what they had before. <laughs> It's a shame they, they had to release a patch to fix this. This, this should have been what the yeah. game looked like from the start. But considering the amount of time, I wonder if that would have caused a delay had they decided, like, had they, like, had they decided to do it then and not, well, I guess now. The old delay the game or release a patch. Yeah, mm. conundrum. Yeah. Well, this is a good thing to wait for, at least. I think I so. so. I think so. Mm. And speaking of art, first look at the official Sonic the Hedgehog 25th Anniversary art book from Cook and Becker is now available for pre-order. Oh, those actually look like pretty good. Oh. Lost you there. Images. Oh, images subject. Images subject to change. They look like pretty good visuals there. I'll see. Thanks to the next-gen art dealers at Cook and Becker, we have a first look at the upcoming Sonic the Hedgehog 25th Anniversary art book in in-depth gallery of images, as well as a full press release. Uh, let's see here. Hmm. Sorry about that. There is uh, let's see, a collector's edition that's limited to 2,500 copies, and it's going for $120 and 100, 120 pounds respectively. And as a pre-order bonus, Cook and Becker offers a 10% discount on the collector's edition if it's ordered before 20. Uh, like if it's ordered before February 2017. If you want to get a standard edition, though, it retails for £45.45 and consists of just, uh, just the book itself. Hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Very expensive looking. Yeah, very expensive me. looking, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not just expensive looking, but really expensive as well. Mm. Not just the looks. <laughs> Your wallet will oh. complain as well. Mm. They probably complained from the Sonic Mania pre-orders that they had to do. Yeah, as well, as well. What's the reason? Yeah, and uh, finally we have some Streets of Rage and Altered Beast news as well. Yeah, and I didn't think this this would be true, because I could have sworn I heard that this would heard this as a rumor, but now I can confirm this. Well, see, Streets of Rage and Altered Beast are being adapted for film and television. I really hope it turns out well, especially with what came up for Streets of... Uh, let's see, Street Fighter ages ago. But that's an entirely different franchise. They'll be fine. Hopefully. Sega's mm-hmm. promise of making quality games again has slowly been coming into fruition. In addition to developing great games, the film and television branch of Sega is currently in the process of bringing their classic IPs to the small and silver screen. According to an announcement by Stories International that the executive producers behind The Walking Dead have partnered with Sega to adapt Streets of Rage and Altered Beast for film and television. Now let's see, and Moyo Suzuki says, with Lawrence and his team at the Circle of Confusion, we are beyond excited to work alongside them to develop and produce these projects. We look forward to seeing the Centurion from Altered Beast rise from his grave, and the Streets of Rage shows Adam, Axel, and Blaze fight to take their city back on a screen near you. Interesting. I I have no idea what to expect from this. I have to be honest. I, I don't either. I, 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 really and, I and I don't want to raise my expectations towards this because I'm afraid I'll, I'll be <laughs> disappointed. But uh, especially, I, I'm especially um, curious about Streets of Rage. Yeah, I've learned to take a very like uh, observant stance with anything that mainly comes out. Yeah, I, but I think Streets of Rage can work. Uh, I'm not. I'm just not sure what they'll do. <laughs> and I, 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 I'm curious. Will Blaze uh, dance the Lambada? Because the, the, the games in the games, um, what, her hobby was dancing the Lambada. So, will she be dancing the Lambada on um, in, in the TV series? We'll see. We'll see. The important questions, mm-hmm. you know. Right here on the Sega Lounge. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so I think that's it with the news, right? That's okay. Lots of good stuff this week. Lots of good stuff this week. I couldn't be happier. Yay! Uh, And you know, that's why uh, people say you're the happiest person on earth. And (laughs) just like that, we'll take a quick break. We'll play some music. And uh, we'll be right back with the Puyo Nexus guys talking about the website and uh, also a new game that's uh, being released th- today in Japan so stay tuned for that this is the Sega Lounge on Radio Sega
This is the Sega Lounge on Radio Sega. Come on in and have a seat.
Welcome back everyone to the Sega Lounge right here on Radio Sega. We just played some Puyo music as uh, requested by the guys from Puyo Nexus. We just had Area A from Puyo Puyo 2 or Puyo Puyo 2 as it's now known since it's been released over here as well. And uh, it's been a long time since we passed through Space Time from the Puyo Puyo Vocal Tracks album, Arles Theme. It's, it's a Radio Sega classic as well. And so it's our pleasure to welcome to the Sega Lounge two people from the Puyo Nexus team. Hello, would you like to introduce yourselves to our listeners? Hey, all right, so I'm stupid, but you can call me S2 for short. Uh, I'm one of the best Puyo Puyo players in the US, actually, and I help lead the English Puyo community over at Puyo Nexus. Awesome. Welcome. I am Nostalgia Ninja. You can call me NN for short. I am the community assistant who is the right hand for S2, and I manage the social media teams as well as the hashtags for the Puyo Chronicles hashtags as well as the Pure Nexus Twitter. Interesting. Welcome as well. It's it's our, our pleasure to to have you here and uh, just talk about Puyo and your website. Before we get into that, though, uh, would you like to tell us a bit about yourselves and how you got uh, into the Puyo Puyo series and gaming in general, if you like? Um. Okay. So, I guess I'll go first. So when. I think when I was in elementary school, I played Kirby's Avalanche a couple of times, but I didn't really know what it was, so I forgot about it. But then, I guess around 2007, maybe, I started playing Fantasy Star Online Bluebirds, and like it was like on the private server, so they had like all the Japanese items on there, and there was like a Puyo item, and I was like, whoa, what's this? And so my guild members told me about it, showed me the game. That I started playing that more than I was playing like Fantasy Star with them. Then now I'm here. <laughs> I never stopped playing. Part of my life now. <laughs> so the legend began. Yep. <laughs> what about you, NN? For myself, um, I started out as I came across the game in a flea market because we have a Mega Drive here and it was it was in a flea market for sale as pair pair so we bought it not knowing what it was and after a couple of years we i haven't heard anything about here for like years since like 2003 2004 or and one day during college i hear people talking about this mean bean machine we had a land party during college and we met together and I figured out, oh, this is Pure Pure. <laughs> Looked it up and I found Pure Nexus and from there the rest is history. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So were you guys uh I, I assume you were because you, you talked about Fantasy Star and Mega Drive. So were you Sega fans before uh, getting acquainted with Puyo Puyo? Um well for me just a little bit, because like my introduction to Sega was like Fantasy Star. So like, have you seen you know, you know like you know all the crossover items and stuff? Like I just got interested in other things and started looking up things up. So yeah, well that's when I became a Sega fan. Mm -hmm. 
Nice. For me, it's always been about the classics. I've been into Gunstar Heroes. I've been into Pio Pio. I've been into Sonic. And I've even explored a little few more niche titles like Monster World, mm-hmm. Monster World 4 in particular, which was a great Wii release. And I've always been a fan of the Mega Drive audio drivers and Yamaha 2612. Awesome. Yeah, this guy, is, this guy knows what he's talking about. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> That's awesome. So, so yeah, I think your, your skills, your knowledge, and then will come in handy throughout the show. Uh, that's all I can say for now. So, so, um, so you uh, started Puyo Nexus. Um, what, what was oh, the actually, goal? Um, I was the mm-hmm. one who started Puyo Nexus. Actually, um, oh, okay. Puyo Nexus is actually like a really, really old website. I think there's like different iterations of it under different names since like I don't know, uh, 2004. Hmm. But then, so yeah, um, I wasn't the one who started it, but. I found this place after I got interested in Puyo, and then I guess I just became an integral part of the community because like I played a lot, and then I started streaming. Mm-hmm. So what's uh, what's the history of, of Puyo Nexus? Any idea when it, when it started? Um, actually, I think Puyo Nexus started back in in its current form. It started in two thousand seven. Uh, yes. mainly came together because. Uh, we were working on like translation projects. Mm-hmm. So, well, first there was Puyo Puyo Fever One for the PC. Like the PC version was only released released in Japan. So on on Puyo Nexus, you could find a patch that converted it to English and let you play it online with other Japanese players. Mm-hmm. So that was one important part of Puyo Nexus back in 2007. But there was also a place where we organized the translation projects. For like the PS2 games, like Puyo Puyo Fever 2 or Puyo Puyo 15th Anniversary, and so yeah, that's how we got our start. The um, a place for competitive players, a place for fans who are interested in the story, and then just over time, we've been building up. Yeah, interesting. So you mentioned a, a couple of things there that there are interesting and and uh, I think worth talking about. So. Most, I wouldn't say most people, but some people at least, uh, think of Puyo Puyo as a puzzle game, right? With the, the little uh, Puyo balls and or beans, and uh, just you just have to create chains at, and clear the the screen. But it's a, a bit more deep than that, right? There's a story to to the series and everything. Um, would you guys say that that's a big part of why you're fans of? the Puyo Puyo series or are you more fans of the gameplay itself? Oh no definitely the story is also part of the thing that kind of wrote me in because after I started learning about Puyo one of my first games was Puyo Pop for the Game Boy Advance and the dot like a lot of puzzle games don't have characters in it but Puyo is one of the special series that do and like the dialogue is just crazy like the main character <laughs> Arl Naja like she talks crap about people straight to their face <laughs> I think that's when the, you know when I was like 14 I was like wow I want to be like her when I grow up <laughs> <laughs> so the no the the story it just makes it super fun and it's something to talk about 
Interesting. Yeah. What about you, NN? Are you all about the story、um, as well? I'm all about the story. I'm all about the characters behind the story. I love how the characters interact with each other. I love how cheery some of them are, how snarky some of them are. It's just a great blend of characteristics, and the stories are just beautiful.、Um, yes, sometimes they're really silly, but. <laughs> That's the way that the game plays. It's got a nice story. It's got an origin. It's got an ending, and it all comes together.、Mm. Interestingly enough, Pier Pier comes from an older game, which has a lot of these story elements built into it, called Mado Monogatari, and that has a lot of the story elements. That came from there. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, like Puyo Puyo is actually a spinoff of the older RPG series from like the I think as early, early as the eighties, right? That's when Metal Monogatari came out. So yeah, it was like an old dungeon crawling series that featured Aro Naja getting like tortured by zombies and stuff, or you know, killing <laughs> stuff. But then you took those characters, turned them into their current comedy forms, and put them in Puyo Puyo, and that sold like crazy because everyone in Japan loved it. Yeah, it's huge in Japan.、Uh, yeah, all the cute characters and cute merchandise. Yeah, it's pretty big, <laughs> kind of low key big, but a lot of people love it. In in the, the from what I what I've played from the the, the few. Your titles that I've played,、um, I think the story is the, the 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 looks of the game and everything. This is a quite a, a Japanese thing as well. This is、uh, you you mentioned some of the the parts of the story being like crazy, some crazy dialogues and everything. I think this is a that's why it's so success, successful over there as well. They like these kinds of things, and probably why it's not as big in the West as well. Yeah, actually,、um, I guess you could say it plays off of traditional like Japanese comedy tropes, like manzai. So, typically in puyo puyo like story mode cutscenes, you have like one character act like really ridiculous or stupid about something, and the other ones like the wise guy about it. So that's a pretty common comedy routine in Japanese media, and it gets played up a lot in puyo puyo too.、Mm-hmm. Interesting. So, talking a bit about Puyo Nexus, which people can find at puyonexus.com.、Uh, what are the current main features of、um, of the website? Um. So right now, our biggest focus, well, it's a place where you, you can find like news about like the current Puyo Puyo Chronicle information, and has a wiki that has. Lost information about Puyo Puyo Quest, like the mobile game. So that obviously doesn't have like an English translation. But here on our site, you can find translations for all the cards and all the skill information. So that will help you a lot if you're playing the game. And our wiki also has information for competitive Puyo from the main mainline games.、Mm-hmm. So yeah, I wrote all those guides myself actually, and so they've helped a lot of people grow as Puyo players. And then also on our side, links to our Discord server. That's where we set up like rooms for Puyo Quests or set up matches for、um, 
nuclear matches. We and... also have a uh, a chain simulator which can be used to ask people how to come up, how to we simulate the chain and then we ask people, oh hey, can you help us out with this chain or so forth? Yeah. Uh, making chains is like a big part of the game. <laughs> so like people like there's lots of different chain forms you have to learn to be good at Puyo. And with our chain simulator on our site, it's really easy to like construct your own chains and show it to people and ask questions about how to get better. Yeah, I was looking at that as you were mentioning the chain simulator and it's really interesting. So you have all different kinds of Puyos and uh, you can line them up, line them up in the in the grid, right? So just from what I've I'm seeing, you can just click and drag the yeah the, the just the, click and drag, make whatever you change you want, and have fun and maybe learn just like just how the puyos fall and the physics. Yeah, this is really interesting. That's that's a nifty uh, feature you, you have there. So, uh, any idea how many people uh, are part of the Puyo Nexus community right now? Oh, uh, I don't know. We've been growing pretty fast over the years. I mean, I'm not sure like the number of people total, but our Discord server actually has about 100 people online just like every day. So mm -hmm. that's, I think that's a pretty decent number in my opinion for a really niche game series. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so it, it's, it seems like that people have a, a real interest for this series. So. Sega really need to bring the the, the most recent games to, to the West, it seems. <laughs> yeah, they definitely should. Yeah. yeah, we've actually been like <laughs> pretty much just the straight up harassing like the local Sam Mullen, the localization producer at Sega. <laughs> we bother him a lot on Twitter about like, why aren't you bringing this game over, huh? It's like everyone wants it, it's really trendy. It actually has like a really, it's actually like an esport in Japan, sort of like Red Bull. They sponsor Puyo tournaments every year. So, like, wouldn't it be cool to have that same thing here in the US? Mm -hmm. Like, Puyo, Puyo could like really break, makes like break some ground as like a competitive puzzle genre because there aren't any other puzzle games that are this like popular or competitive in the mm -hmm. US right now or yeah. just like anywhere else in the West. Mm -hmm. uh, the closest thing we had recently was the the inclusion of the Puyo game mini game in the Hatsune Miku Project Mirai Deluxe game, right? So. Oh yeah, well, it was that. But then earlier That's this the closest year, thing actually, we had. There was Puyo Puyo Two and um, Sega Puyo. Oh yeah, action. exactly. Yeah, I yeah. I mentioned that before and just forgot. But yeah, that's that's as well as well. So part of the the 3D Classics collection, not bad as well. Mm -hmm. But. Yeah, uh, myself. Yeah, I, um, I think the um, before that I played. Uh, I think the last game I played before Project Mirai, the the Puyo mini game in Project Mirai, was uh, Puyo, Tu Puyo Puyo Tetris. I imported that for the Vita, actually. Oh uh, really? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> Puyo Tetris is so fun. Yeah, it's so, it's it's crazy but fun. Yeah. Yeah. So we actually for the upcoming Red Bull tournament on the 18th for Puyo Puyo Tetris. The current producer of the Puyo Puyo series, I think his name reads uh, Mizu Hosoyamada, 
he actually gave an interview about um his thoughts like his thought process and the design behind like Puyo Puyo Tetris. So they actually were thinking about including like doing a Puyo and Tetris crossover for a while, but it just took them a while to get the vision together and get an approval for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but what they did, like one of their main visions behind it or motivations for it was that by including Tetris, like he says himself that including Tetris will make it like very marketable to like a new audience, get more puzzle gamers together to learn both games. Yeah. And yeah. in the interview, he actually like mentions how he he actually recognizes that people overseas want the game, like people in Korea and Brazil and here in the United States and Europe and France. Mm-hmm. That's where the biggest Puyo scenes are. Yeah, actually, uh, Korea is going to have a, a release of Puyo Puyo Tetris, I think, yeah, next month February. or so. Yeah, I read about that. And I read this interview. You have the interview on your website. Um, and it's interesting how they they talk about you know doing this crossover and uh, catering to both audiences. Because, you know, Tetris has a more casual audience, if you will. And Puyo Puyo has a more... It's it's a bit more uh, complex as a game as well, so yeah, I so, guess you could say that. I think so. It's so. got a mixed com. It's got a mixed audience uh, between the competitive and the casual players, mm-hmm. and it's fun for everyone. Yeah, yeah, indeed. I think one of the most interesting points about that interview, though, was that, like he like recognizes himself like the struggle of making a puzzle game in like current like video game. I guess scene or whatever, mm-hmm. like climate, because like people expect puzzle games to be you know like free mobile games which you can get and don't really have to struggle with. So, I think it's just testament to how good Puyo is that like they're making like main like console games like still for like 25 years now, and they still like don't like go bankrupt over it or anything. And they're all high-quality games, too. Unlike, you know, some of the other puzzle games, like <clears throat> Tetris Ultimate. <laughs> yeah, like, the Puyo Puyo games, they're like almost always like, very high-quality for a puzzle series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so I was I was reading through the, the, the interview you posted, um, and it's obviously been translated. So... Uh, do you guys have people uh, collaborating with you that uh, do these translations or do you just go around the web and try to find the... Um, so we have one main translator at Puyo Nexus, but we've been struggling a little bit lately, lately because like they're pretty busy, so and we don't really have... I mean, you see, like, Puyo Puyo has, like, you know, like, Aside from like the 25 years of Puyo games, it's also like Auto Monogatari stuff that extends even further back. So you really need like someone who's both like a Japanese speaker, an English speaker, and a historian to be able to translate our, the Puyo games and like Puyo articles. So like we've been relying on them a lot, but since they've been busy, we fortunately haven't been able to do more work. But yeah, we have one dedicated person for translating articles. And we're hoping that some of the, actually, like the Puyo Puyo series has like inspired a lot of people on our fan site to start learning Japanese too. So I hope that one day in the future we can start relying on them to help out. Yeah, 
awesome, awesome stuff, indeed. So uh, I, I see you have uh, it's it's really uh, com you know a, a complete wiki as well. Apart from very comprehensive, very comprehensive. You have um, the history behind the characters. You have uh, game modes, game rules. You have guides for each game. So this took a lot of work as well and a lot of time, I assume. Putting this yeah, together. we've been building up for a long time. <laughs> yeah, so it says it has you have uh, three thousand five hundred and twenty-nine articles so far. So it's oh, yeah, pretty big because, um, wiki. Yeah, there's like lots of characters and uh, lots of pages dedicated to like the like a couple years ago we translated like a Japanese wiki for. Um, like Puyo chaining forms, so there's a lot of pages dedicated to like all the different ways you can make chains. And then the Puyo series itself has like too many characters to count, so <laughs> you have lots of pages dedicated to that too. Mm -hmm. Is and there? Then we have like requests. There's like over, I think there's like 2,000 characters in the game now that you can collect. Whoa. So. <laughs> so okay, I, I was going to ask if you if you guys need yeah. to work on on something. Uh, a little, a little bit more until it's completed. But I'm assuming Puyo quests still needs a lot of work. Uh, yeah. In the wiki. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So, I mean, the thing about Puyo quests is like a gacha game. So, if you want to translate, so you kind of have to get the cards yourself. And some of us are kind of unlucky or <laughs> kind of poor. But yeah. we do what we can, and we get help from the other Japanese wikis too. Mm -hmm. Whenever we have people who are able to translate it. Do you guys have anyone uh, that's living in Japan that helps you out as well, or is it uh, all yeah, just so Western people? Main, that's our, that's the one person who does most of our translation work. They actually live in Japan. Mm -hmm. So yeah, they've been a great help to us over the past, I guess. They've been here longer than me, actually, so maybe like 15 years. They've been sticking through with us, teaching us all about, you know, about Nato Monogatari and the older Puyo games. Yeah, that's great. That's some great help right there. Interesting. So people can uh, go to puyonexus.com and check out these amazing features. Um, and we advise you to do that. Just now, if you're listening to us, just go to puyonexus.com. Uh, because we're going to take a break right now uh, and play some more music and so while you listen to Puyo music you could just visit puyonexus.com uh, we will play uh, a track from Puyo Puyo that you guys requested, Memories uh, the original uh, version from the, the first Puyo Puyo game and we'll then take a quick detour into Memories of Sega this week's edition of Memories of Sega by A Winner With You he's going to be talking about Shadow Dancer and we'll be right back with a surprise for you guys. So we have a surprise because you're our guests and we like to, you know, make you feel welcome uh, on the show. So I hope you're excited. We, we certainly are and our listeners are as well. Uh, so we'll leave you with memories from Puyo Puyo. And we'll be right back on the Sega Lounge with uh, something. Let's see what it is. Get comfy.
Sega Music 24-7. From the 90s to the present, take a trip back in time with A Winner Was You as he looks back at the Sega games that defined his life. Memories of Sega. In this week's edition of Memories of Sega, the focus will be on Shadow Dancer, a game release for the Mega Drive in 1989. Much like eSpot, which I covered last week, Shadow Dancer is inspired by the arcade game of the same name, but is quite different. The concept is the same, it's basically the sequel to the original Shinobi, but with the added addition of the dog. However, the Mega Drive version has an entirely new plot, location and levels. Here, you're playing as Master Ninja Joe Musashi as he fights his way through New York with his trusty Ninja K9 in order to bring down a new crime organisation named Union Lizard. One interesting fact, in the Japanese version, you're not actually playing as Joe, but his son Hayate. Not sure why Sega decided to change it to Joe for the Western versions, but there you go. Joe's awesome anyway. I first heard of this game when it appeared in an episode of Games Master. There was a challenge to beat the first level within a short time limit, which the guy playing managed to complete. The game itself quickly caught my interest, though I don't remember being aware of its connection to the Shinobi franchise at the time. It would be a while before I'd actually get a chance to play the game, but that time finally came during the summer of 1997, when a friend let me borrow the game. I didn't think that much of it at the time, due to the gameplay being a tad repetitive and fairly frustrating. Nonetheless, there was a certain charm to the game that kept me coming back. Back in the early 2000s, I came across an American copy of the game at my local cash converters, so I decided to pick it up. That copy still remains in my collection to this day, and I've definitely come to appreciate its ins and outs a lot more these days. Compared to Avenger Shinobi or Shinobi 3, Shadow Dancer is much more in tune with the original arcade game. To clear each stage, you must save all the hostages that are dotted about, then head for the exit. Rescuing certain hostages grants you with a power-up for increased damage to your enemies, but it only lasts until you either complete the stage or lose a life. You can also find hidden one-ups in certain places if you know where to look. The third stage of each level is a boss battle, and they can be pretty, t pretty tough. To further help you out though, you have your dog by your side. By holding down the attack pattern, you can stick him on any enemy that's right in front of you and have him grab him. The enemy will now be immobilised for a brief period of time, so you'll be able to take him down without any hassle. However, take too long to act, or mistime the dog's attack, and he'll take damage and become a tiny puppy, unable to attack for a short while. There's also ninja magic which wipes out all enemies on screen, but can only be used once per stage. Those more used to the Avengers Shinobi style of gameplay may well find Shadow Dancer a lot tougher. Unlike that game, you can only take one hit before you die, which makes things a lot more intense, especially considering that some enemies can have rather erratic patterns. The final stage in particular can be a real headache, this stage is split into a series of rooms where space is limited and the enemies are at their nastiest. Make it for all that and you'll take on the final boss, who's a real nasty piece of work. What makes him so tough is his main attack, where he summons a couple of ninjas to attack you. These guys can take quite a few hits to kill and are hard to dodge. Needless to say, I died many times here, but when you finally persevere and win, it's very satisfying. Just like eSWAT, Shadow Dancer is a not-quite-arcade conversion for the Mega Drive, which is well worth trying out. The game isn't really all that long, but it is very difficult and beating it will take some time. The fact you die in one hit just keeps you on your toes throughout, and it's nothing if not tense. Most of all though, it's just plain fun. No matter how frustrating it gets, you want to play it through to the end face of the addictive gameplay. If you're a fan of the original arcade shinobi and wish the console games, including the Master System ports of the original which had a number of differences, played more like it, this is the game for you. 
But honestly, this game is for anyone who enjoys a fun, challenging action platformer. Memories of Sega. Welcome back to the Sega Lounge. We're here with uh, S2 and NN from Puyo Nexus. Welcome back, guys. All right. Hey. Thank you. I hope you're enjoying yourselves. Before we get into the surprise, we were talking about uh, off-air. We were talking about uh, something uh, you're working on, NN, right? Yes. So, basically, what I'm busy doing on Twitter is, on my personal account, I've started a... PRPO Advent Calendar. So what it is, is it's one chain a day, one chain form a day, for every single day until Christmas Day. So Awesome. So yeah, where, really where can people find you, by the way? You can find me on at Nostalgia Ninja on Twitter, or you can find me on the PRPO Discord as Nostalgia Ninja. Awesome. So, you know, if you're interested about the the Advent Calendar, go at Nostalgia Ninja and f find out about it. I think it's a really good idea because to get good at chaining and Puyo Puyo, you kind of you just have to study like all the different forms and then just be able to intuitive, intuitively link them together. So yeah, it's good to like you know image train and visualize each one. Like just looking at the calendar will help you a little bit. Just to see like what you can do in this game. Mm -hmm. That's how I train. <laughs> you know, take take some advice from the pro people. Yeah. <laughs> do it. I'm about to torture myself over the next couple of weeks actually because once my copy of Puyo Puyo Chronicle comes in, I'm gonna go straight to uh, ranked mode to see if I can fight the top Japanese players. I actually talk with them a lot on Twitter sometimes. And I've played with them before and got like horribly crushed. But <laughs> I'll be streaming my matches against them and hopefully I won't be I won't embarrass myself too much. <laughs> Will you be using a mic? Will oh, people yeah. be able well, to listen to you scream? 
yeah, yeah. I always voice my extreme disappointment in myself. And, yeah, I think people find that pretty exciting somehow. So, if you want to see me lose to a bunch of Japanese players, you can find me on that uh, like Twitch TV slash uh, Stool Softener. That's spelled S two L Softener, like fabric softener except like for <laughs> okay. <laughs> Awesome stuff. So, um, I hope you guys are, are having fun with us on, on the Sega Lounge. We we usually have a surprise for our guests. Uh, and that surprise is something we like to call the Sega Lounge Challenge. Okay. Uh, which, which is really fun. Something really fun we like to do. However, it's not the same without uh, our amazing intro. And so, we're going to play the intro for you guys right now. Ready? Oh, okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> Let's do this. Now, you know our guests. They're amazing. They're stars. But are they ready for the Sega Lounge Challenge? It can be a quiz in reverse music. It can be anything we want. Welcome, Welcome to your doom. I mean... Welcome to the Sega Lounge Challenge. And that's it. Uh, so I hope you guys are excited. <laughs> Yay. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> so the Sega Lounge Challenge uh, is uh, it's something we do uh, every week on the Sega Lounge with our special guests. Uh, this week, we have a little something we like to call the Puyo Quiz. So what is the Puyo quiz? Well, this is not, uh, uh, you know, your your regular quiz. It's not a, a quiz about Puyo Puyo. It's something different. So this um, is is like a Puyo Puyo game, okay, in which you have to clear chains of different Puyo, right? So we have five sets of four questions each, right? Whenever you clear, you, you give me a correct answer to the first question, you'll hear this. To the second question, you'll hear this. And to the third question. And to the fourth and final question of each set. Okay? So this means you want to clear all four questions in a set. So you'll be chaining, uh, doing chains uh, of points. So whenever you give me a correct answer to the first question in each set, you'll get no points at all. But you'll get one point for each successful answer afterwards. So let's, let's give you an example. If you give uh, a correct answer to the first question in a set, you'll get zero points. If you give a correct answer to the second question, you'll get one point, another point for the third question, and another point for the fourth question. Got it? Yeah, I got it. So basically, yeah. don't screw up. Basically, okay. don't screw up, yeah. I haven't, I haven't been told that before by my parents. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I can do this. <laughs> yeah, that's basically it, yes. Uh, think about us as your, uh, your demanding parents. Uh, so, we'll, we'll, we'll have five sets. And I think it's fair to ask you to get ten points, okay? 
so out of the okay. possible twin uh out of the possible uh 15 just get 10 got it think you can do it oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay uh. Let's see, let's see. So, let's start with the first set of questions. Esper um, K, would you like to go first? Yes, are you guys ready? Yeah. Okay. Uh, now let's see, in the Puyo series, what is the name of the yellow creature that can usually be seen around Arl? Kurpunkle! Wow. Okay. Second, what is the name of the Dreamcast game that features such characters as Beat, Gum, and Professor K? Jet Set Radio? You sure? Yes. Yeah? I, I wouldn't know. Oh, sure. Yeah! <laughs> nice. Wow. Let's see, third question in Yakuza 5. What is the name of the pop idol duo that Haruka has to beat in the Princess League competition? Oh, dude, this is the hard one. Like, <laughs> I forgot. Uh, losers? Is that your final? Do, do you know? <laughs> I haven't said Yakuza Bob. <laughs> <laughs> well, probably it be, but no, no, oh, no. And that means yeah. Sorry. T set. All right. And that oh, means oh, you dear. broke the chain, so <laughs> you won't get access to the fourth question. So you get one mm. point out of this first set. Okay. Let's see okay. what happens next. Let's go with the second set. Question number one. In the Puyo series, what type of creature is Akuma? 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 Oh, he's a bear. A bear with spectacles. Pretty cool. Final answer. Okay, it's a giant blue bear doll. Yeah, it's a bear. Okay. Question number two. What is the name of the space station that Dr. Eggman takes over in Sonic Adventure 2? You know, I'm kind of fraudulent, right? I haven't really played any Sonic games before. <laughs> TBH. Wait, it's all seen as uh, So the name of the uh, space station <laughs> that Dr. Eggman takes over in Sonic Adventure 2. Space Station Arc. Final answer. Well done. Wow. <laughs> Clutch. Question number three. What is the name of the florist girl that Ryo Hazuki needs to save in Shenmue? What's Shenmue? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I actually haven't played those games. Ninja, I'll see you again. <laughs> I haven't played Shenmue either. Oh man! Any guesses? Should we just like make up some real Japanese names? Like, <laughs> yeah. Sakura. I think it's probably it... wrong. <laughs> I think the name of the game gives it away, Shenmue. Huh? No. no, no, no. Sakura was a better guest than Shenmue. Shenmue is a, is a tree, but uh, yeah, <laughs> it's Nozomi. Nozomi was the the correct answer. Oh, darn! Totally so, my second choice, right? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's pretty oh. Japanese. Uh, <laughs> so, one point again. Let's go with the third set. Esper K, take it away. Okay, what kind of hat does Puyo series character Amiti wear? Uh, like this 
Well, in some games, it's a huge round red Creo hat. Nowadays, it's a beanie. Is that good enough? I think so. I think so. Yeah, it's a red Puyo hat. Yeah, it's good red, enough. It's a red Puyo. Yeah, yeah. Second question: What kind of animal is the Sega character Echo? A dolphin. A dolphin. Wow, that's something I actually knew. Oh, wow. Well done. Third question: In the Virtual Fighter series, what is the name of Sarah Bryant's brother? I don't know if it's in father's lore, but, uh... <laughs> Should we just come up with, like... Wait, what, what's her name? Sarah in the Virtual Fighter series, Bryant. what is the name of Sarah Bryant's brother? Okay, so it has to be, like, some American-sounding name, right? Hey, how about John? No. no. No, it's, it's not. It's gotta be bad <laughs> luck. Uh, it's it's close. Yeah, Sarah Bryant's brother is Jackie. Yeah, it's close. Ah, close. Oh, starting with a J. You're really close there. <laughs> okay, okay. So let's go with for the fourth set. You you scored another point here. Fourth set. What does Puyo series character Ringo wear on her hair? Oh, a pure hair club. Yeah, a green Puyo hair club. Obviously, obviously. Question number two. What is the name of the main hero in the Shinobi series? Ryo Haskari... Think. So... Hey, if you mumble it, it's sort of correct, right? If you, <laughs> so, the, na the name of the main hero in the Shinobi series. I think that... I know the first name, but it's... Very difficult to pronounce the second name. Ryo has or something like that? Habayazi, I believe you're trying to say. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Final answer? Yes. No, no, no. That's, that's from another, another ninja series. It's actually Joe Musashi. Joe Musashi. Ah, oh, yeah. Oh, oh. So no points. No oh, points in this, in this set. Let's go with the fifth set. Plus, that guy is trying to clear this one. Please! <laughs> mm, I think your hopes are kind of high. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes it is. Well, let's see, first question. What is the name of the Puyo series character whose left eye is red and right eye is blue? Sig. 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 Yay! Let's see, what is the name of the main antagonist in the Shenmue games? Why did it have to be another Shenmue question? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Shenmue fan. Shenmue, the second reckoning, but... Uh, can you, like, accidentally skip that question and go to the next one? No. <laughs> <laughs> I've got nothing, I'm sorry. Nothing would be a pretty good answer, but no. No, 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 unfortunately not. It's, it's Landy. Landy, yeah, Landy, yeah. So, so no points in this set. So I have, um, oh. we, we have, uh, we're done with all the sets, but I have one final offer for you guys. There was, uh, each set had a fourth question, which was a musical question. Uh, it's a simple yes or no, yes or no uh, 
answer. So what I'm going to do is we're, we're going to do a, a six set all or nothing. And I'm going to okay. play the tracks. Okay. okay. And the question for this first uh, question, first song is, is this song from a Sonic game? Okay. Yes or no? Just that. Got it? Okay. It's a 10 second long clip. And let me know if you think this is from a Sonic game or no, or not. So, no. what do you guys think? There are lots of different Sonic games, right? Yeah. Some are yeah, from the 16-bit era, some from the Dreamcast era, Wii games, Wii U, PS3, so I've played on quite so a lot of I've played a lot of the Sonic games and that doesn't sound to be a Sonic game. Okay. Song. So um, your your sure, first whatever ninja sounds. No. Your first answer is no. Okay. Yeah. Let's go with the second song then. And the question for the second song is is this song from a Puyo game? Okay. No. No, that doesn't sound like... No. no. That is a Sonic game song. <laughs> I know that one from... Oh! Wow! Two. Internet high-five. Okay. <laughs> okay, so your your answer is no for the second one as well. Getting yeah. a lot of no's here. I don't know. Let's go with the third song then. Let's go with the, the third song. Uh, and the, again, the question, is this song from a Sonic game? Okay. So is this from a Sonic game? I'm not sure on this one. All the all the typing, all the typing. After, after two no's, it has to be a yes, right? I'm helping you look. Honest, wait, no, I'm not. <laughs> so, is this song from a Sonic I game? I don't think so. Oh, you don't think I, so? Okay. I don't I think so. so, but I don't know. <laughs> Could could this be could this be from wow. any other franchise from any other series? Quite possibly, but uh, um, uh, I'm kind of ignorant. So so your <laughs> doesn't sound like a Sonic game sound fun. So oh, is this a song good. from a, a Sonic game or not? No, it doesn't sound like it. So so no. Your your answer would be no again, right? Okay. I'm going against my better intuition, but okay. It's okay. We we go down together, right? That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, such camaraderie. Yeah, that's that's you know beautiful. Um, let's go with number four, and for this fourth one, is this song from a Puyo game? Okay, let's see what happens. That is definitely not from a Puyo game. Are you sure? Uh, yeah, no, you, yeah, it's not. Because we, you had 
three no's so far. That is definitely not from a pure game. That because is the only two pure games on the Mega Drive, which is the sound font that is being used, mm-hmm. is pure pure one and pure pure two, along with Doctor Robotics Me Bean Machine. Mm-hmm. That's not from any of those games. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, so that's your final answer. I see. Yes. Okay, so another no. So four no's so far. We have one final song. <laughs> Let's go with. So it has to be a yes, right? I don't know. The question is: Is this from a Sonic game? Okay. Is this from a Sonic game? Let's see. Yes. Totally. That is from a Sonic game. I don't know which one, but it is from a Sonic game. It's familiar. Okay. So, your final answer is a yes. Yeah. Yes. Is it? Okay. Yes. So let's let's let me tell you how this is gonna work. Uh, we had five songs. Uh, if at least three of them are correct, if at least three of your answers. So most of your answers are correct. I'll give you the remaining points, and you win the challenge. Okay. If oh, convenient. I'm okay with that. if only two of them are correct, you know, you'll you'll oh. get nothing. You'll get nothing either way. But you know, you, you, I, I have no money to give away. So yeah, I'm sorry. That's Let's see what stuff. happens. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so the first one was um, the qu- the question was: Is this song from a Sonic game? What about it, Esper K? They said no. Was it a no? It wasn't a no. I can't it, lie about that. It wasn't. This this is a song from Sonic and the Secret Rings. Yeah. Who's gonna rock the place? Who's gonna rock the place? Place, place. Yes. The palace set was found from Sonic and the Secret Rings. So, nope, nope. It took everything for me to sing, like, to not sing along. <laughs> <laughs> so, ah. Um. Number two, number two. The question was: Is this song from a Puyo game? Esper K. They said no. They even they said redeemed themselves. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. I said they redeemed themselves there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. They even yeah. said it was the special stage from Sonic Advance Two, and it is. It is from Sonic Advance Two. So well done, well done, well done. Um, that's great. Indeed. Then we had the third song. Uh, the question was, is this song from a Sonic game? And you guys said no. As per K. Let's see, they said... What was it again? They, they said they, no. They said no? <gasps> They're good. They're good, oh, wow. yes. This was from... <laughs> Uh, Puyo Puyo CD, actually. <laughs> this is the intro to Warning of Puyo Puyo, the Tropic Dub Mix. From actually, Puyo Puyo I've CD. heard that one myself. Nice. That's super yeah. old. I haven't heard that either. Wow. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Um, then, question, so I, I think I need to play a sound effect, right? Yeah. Yay. Uh, 
Number four, the question was, is this song from a Puyo game? And they said, once again, no. Riding the no train is a good idea. Indeed! This was from Soleil, also known as Crusader of Senti in the US. This is Tower of Babel, so, so yeah. Well done, well done. You guys get another chain. Yay! So you have three so far. Let's let's see if you got four. We already won this, but let's see if you got the fourth one as well. So question number five was, is this song from a Sonic game? You guys said definitely yes. Were they right? As per K. Yes, <laughs> suspense. Should have continued riding the no train. It it, it was a no. Yeah, oh, indeed, oh, indeed. This was from Popful Mail. This was the battle theme from the jungle level of Popful Mail, Sega CD game. Yeah. Not exactly a Sonic game, but it doesn't matter because you got three out of five. So that means you get. Yeah, Ninja, we can still be friends. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we can. Like friendship was on the line. <laughs> we can oh, recommend you people. You, you can. We can recommend Puyo Nexus to to people because you know you got through the Sega Launch Challenge. Uh, not an easy challenge this week, I have to say. Oh no, not no, easy at all. Not easy at all. So this means you have to come back to the show sometime, and uh, you know, score a perfect score. So you can redeem Okay. <laughs> okay. Awesome. So, um, it's been fun chatting with you guys. But uh, before we go, um, as I mentioned uh, throughout the show, there's a new game that's uh, coming out, or has come out in Japan already, called Puyo Puyo Chronicles. Would you like to tell the listeners about that game and uh, what are your plans to, to cover the game and to stream parts of it and everything? Um, Ninja, you can go ahead and talk about this. Okay, so our plans, I'll first cover what the game's basically about. Uh, Chronicle is literally taking the concept of an RPG and putting it into a pure game where you chain to attack your opponent. Uh, this has a traditional overworld RPG system where the opponents are on the uh, on the cleric guild, which is very nice. I appreciate that. And yeah, but it's like a 3D map where you walk around and run into the enemies. Mm-hmm. And they've got typical little mob spawns, very nicely put. And they have, as it's an anniversary console, they have 18 different modes. It's 17 modes along with the RPG. Uh, skill battle mode mm-hmm. along with online support and uh, and multiplayer and pretty much our plans to cover the game are to have one the western audience is busy having this hype train called Pure Chronicles for the West. It's hashtag Pure Chronicles for the West on Twitter. <laughs> and yeah, we tweeted out and like, beg for the game. Just, I mean, you gotta make your voice heard somehow, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah, I think so. Shenmue fans uh, have been doing it for for a long time now. So, and they got Shenmue three. So, who knows? Yeah, the dream is happening. <laughs> yeah. So, just and I think everyone should tweet at Sam Mullen. Poor guy. <laughs> oh, uh, he signed up for it. He'll be all. He'll be all right. <laughs> yeah. And. So, one one thing that I that I uh, sorry to interrupt. One one thing that I, I find interesting in this new RPG mode is that um, the way you attack enemies is by uh, playing Puyo, right? Yeah. Yes. So they they designed like the RPG battle mode to be really accessible to new players. So like your your chain like when the ma- when the battle starts, you're already given like a three chain to attack with. So you can like either, if you're a beginner, you can just set that off right away, or if you're more experienced, you can extend the chain further to do more damage in one go. Mm-hmm. So it's suited for everyone. And then on top of that, I think there's like also a lot of small mechanical changes, just the way like matches work, to like or like how the score is kept, to make it a lot easier for competitive players too to use Puyo Chronicle as their main platform for like everyday competition. So yeah, Sega has actually been listening a lot to its fans in the creation of the game. Awesome. Sega of Japan, though. Yeah. So, <laughs> Sega of Japan, specifically. <laughs> yeah. I think in the US, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well... We can dream, though. Yeah. Don't despair. We never know what will happen in the future. And they've been uh, listening to the fans a bit more these days. Maybe if we send them a cake in the shape of one of those Puyo beans, they'll do it. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> it, it had to be a big cake, like a huge cake. Well, yeah. yeah, there is like a really big Puyo, if I remember right. Only it was clear. Well, actually, um, in Japan right now, they have Puyo Puyo cafes going on to celebrate the 25th anniversary, like along with the Sonic oh, yeah. cafes. Yeah, so you can actually get real Puyo cakes and like real Puyo like drinks or like coffee with the Puyo characters drawn on them. That's fun. I want to try it, but I think it ends this month. So yeah. if you are somehow in Japan in the next two weeks, you should go to it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So are you guys uh, uh, importing the game? Or Yeah, uh, I'm importing it. It's coming mm-hmm. in like I think Monday or something. I'm importing it eventually, uh, just waiting for the import store that I go to to provide them for, to list it for me. Mm-hmm. And so I assume so, you guys are, are going to be streaming the game, at least you, as to? Yeah, I'll be streaming the game. Um, so, Sega uh, of Japan is actually really intense about their story mode that they designed for Puyo Puyo Chronicle. So, like, you're not really allowed to stream that like legally, but I'll be streaming a lot of matches online, like ranked matches, mm-hmm. so you get to see how I play. I can help teach you, like the how to be chains. And you can see me struggle against like these crazy Japanese players who've been playing for over 25 <laughs> years, for like 25 years now. Like I've only been playing for 10, yeah, only 10, and I'm still not good enough. So <laughs> there's a long road ahead of me. Well, you'll lead the way, though. Yeah. yeah. You guys can join me on my... Lead the revolution, the Western Revolution. Journey. Yeah. 
awesome stuff. So um, to sum things up, you guys will be you know doing your thing on on puyonexus.com. Um, SU you'll be streaming soon, maybe next week, perhaps. Yeah, yeah. sometime next week. Sometime next week. So, uh, yeah. remind us again how people can find you on Twitch. Uh, my Twitch channel is called. The name of the Twitch channel is Dual Softener. So S two L Softener. Yep. Like, yeah. I already mm-hmm. said the joke earlier, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like softener, fabric softener, stool softener, S two L. Okay, you guys got that right. Yes. Or and if you just Google, if Google you didn't, me, if you didn't just it. check out his uh, Twitter and Discord uh, avatar, and you'll get the joke. I think. Maybe not. I don't know. Uh, it actually took a little bit for me to guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's so awkward when I like jump into people like. So like one of the things I hate doing because I'm really aggressive about spreading Puyo is like I kind of like keep track of like every single Puyo stream that happens on Twitch. So like I see these new people playing and like I jump into the Twitch chat and be like, yo, what's up? And then they like they awkwardly try to say my name. And then like 30 minutes later they're like, oh, so that's what your name means. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, and so that's where you can find decent quality Puyo Puyo streams. Um, you also have a, a Discord channel for the for Puyo Nexus, uh, which people can find by going to puyonexus.com, I assume. Yeah, yes, uh, we also have a short link for it too. Oh, like Bitly, like a Bitly link, uh, and the the name of the extension is just Puyo Discord. So okay. bit.ly slash Puyo Discord, you'll find us. Awesome. You can also use the uh, PioNexus.com website and go to the chat button. Mm-hmm. And that will redirect you directly to the Discord server. Awesome. Yeah, yeah we're have, all really friendly there. You have a, a little uh, Discord icon on up top as well. So yes. that's yes. also a, a nice way of finding... Discord and you say you're all uh, friendly so that's that's a plus yeah that's a plus <laughs> um, there's also an advent calendar going on in your um, Twitter account NN right yes which is yes at at Nostalgia Ninja okay so don't forget that as well and you can also find us on you can also find us on at Pier Nexus on Twitter stuff so people don't forget to check out puyonexus.com check them out on all these links we'll be including these links um, in the podcast description as well so if you're not listening to the show live on Radio Sega if you're listening to the podcast version of the show check out the description you'll find the links over there as well and uh, you can check them out and uh, you know Make friends with Puyo players. Uh, we'll also be uh, announcing something interesting that you guys will be doing on Radio Sega soon. I'm not sure if we should talk about that right now. Should we? Maybe we should. Maybe we should. I think the people deserve to know. So we have, uh, as you guys know, we have uh, the Winterfest coming up. Radio Sega's Winterfest 2016 coming up um December 16th to December 18th and uh, it's our pleasure to announce that uh, we'll have a show done by Puyo Nexus by the Puyo Nexus guys so um, anything you'd like to tell the people about your show any teaser Um, anything 
I mean, I think you learn a lot about the Puyo series just from its music. Because one thing about the Puyo series is that, like, back in, like, the 90s, like, every game came out for, like, every single console. And so, you know, there's different instrumentation for each one. There's lots of little changes that are nice to hear in the music. And also, like, the same tunes that have been used in the game since, like, the 90s, like, early 90s. They're still being used and remixed in new games, like, now. So it's always really interesting to see how the music evolves. So, I think you guys should really look forward to it and have the music be your introduction to the Puyo series, because I love the Puyo music all the time. I play it when I lose miserably <laughs> on, like, the PC version of Puyo we have. Yeah. Uh, at least it makes me feel less fun times. torturous. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that got got kind of dark. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so so look forward to that. Look forward to that during Radio Sega's Winter Fest, uh, 2016. And um, yeah. So NN and S2, thank you so much for coming on the show. Anything else you'd like us to, or you'd like to tell the people listening to us right now? Um. No, I think I'm good. It's just everyone should. All get Puyo Puyo Chronicle somehow, or like I don't know, like it's region locked, but like you can get around that, right? This is a game you have to play. It'll be fun, and I hope to fight you guys one day. Um, I'm not scary. Okay, <laughs> he's not scary. He's very fun to play with. Oh, no, I'm a kind teddy bear in real life. Uh, I yeah. swear on it. I think I think we end we end this on a on a, a tender note. <laughs> so, uh, guys, thank you so much for for coming on the show. Uh, all the best for Puyo Nexus, and um, we're really excited about having you join us for the Winterfest, and really excited about your show during the event. So, everyone, look forward to that. Don't forget puyonexus.com, and we'll uh, take a quick break on the Sega Lounge. We'll play some more music. We'll play um, a track from the Puyo Puyo 20th Anniversary. Uh, we'll play Puyo Boss Comic Dialogue, uh, which is, if I'm not mistaken, uh, uh, an updated version of the track we played earlier, Memories, from the original game, right? I think so? Yeah. Yeah. And then we'll have Sticker from Puyo Puyo, the original game, and we'll be right back on the second with the After Hours segment of the show. So don't go anywhere, this is Radio Sega.
week a different guest, Sega music, news, and whatever else we can think of. The Sega Lounge, only on Radio Sega. Back to the Sega Lounge. Uh, I'm here with Esper K, the, happy, the happiest person in the world, apparently. Uh, so yeah, we we had a, a great time with uh, the Pre Nexus guys, and um, it's been fun. So now it's time for some after hours fun as well. All the fun in the world on the Sega Lounge this week. Um, so we we need to talk about a few things uh, that, uh, that that are important. First up. Radio Sega Apparel. We have uh, t-shirts and hoodies up for sale again. Uh, and people can find them at radiose.ga slash apparel. Um, I think you, you have one of those t-shirts, right? Uh, yes, the RS-10 in black. Uh, how are you enjoying it? Is it, is it good quality? It's very comfortable, good quality, and... At least following the care instructions, the print on it has not faded. Nice, and it's because I've I'm uh, paying you to 
say so. Uh, what? Hold on. <laughs> I, I, what? No. <laughs> yeah. No, we're, so we're selling this at, at um, you know manufacturing costs, so we, we're not getting anything from the sales of these t-shirts. Uh, maybe in the future, when we, we have new stuff to share with you guys, uh, including new logo some different kind of sales and some different kinds of merch as well but for now you can have our 10th anniversary t-shirts and hoodies and a regular Radio Sega logo t-shirt and hoodie and uh, starting next week we have um, Radio Sega's Winterfest 2016 uh, t-shirts as well on sale for two weeks so Ooh. yeah yes for the rest of the month as well as these, these the, the current line of, of uh, apparel is only up for sale until the end of the month. I think the 27th. So if you 27th, if I recall. Yeah, if you're planning on getting the, the you know one or two or whatever, 10, 20, yeah, uh, get them soon because they'll be out of print soon. Uh, yeah, and I don't think we'll have uh, another sale for in the foreseeable future. So. Uh, you should grab them while they're hot. Uh, and um, we'll also be giving away a couple of uh, Winterfest t-shirts during the Winterfest as well. So if you're short of money and uh, you, you still want a Winterfest t-shirt, the best way is to listen to Radio Sega during the weekend uh, of the 16th to the 18th of December and take part in our giveaways. That's awesome. Yeah. Also Brush up on Sega Education in the meantime. Hashtag Sega Education. You know it in order to get that. Yeah, perhaps, perhaps. Uh, and that's the second thing we, we wanted to talk about Radio Sega's Winterfest. So we're going to play the, one of the promos so you can, um, you know, know about this. Feeling cold? Join the Sega community on Radio Sega's Winterfest 2016. From the 16th to the 18th of December, we've got music, live shows, and prizes to give away. All brought to you by your favorite Radio Sega hosts and community guests. Check out RadioSega.net for details. Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24-7. So yeah, Radio Sega's Winterfest coming to you uh, live on Radio Sega from uh, Friday the 16th of December to Sunday the 18th. Um, this year, I've, I, we, we're not, um, we can't really share the, the schedule yet. We don't have the final schedule just, just yet. Uh, but uh, looking at the things I have um, here, the, the information I have from people taking part, this is probably, uh, the Winterfest with the most live shows, I think. Really? Yeah, we only have like three or four recorded, pre-recorded shows, so it's hmm. basically a live event, which is awesome, which is awesome. Uh, we have some new people uh, joining us, like the pre next guys, uh, as you just heard, and um, yeah, I can't really say anything else about it. We have a surprise, by the way, on Sunday. Uh, so, if you um, if you look at the schedule we'll be posting in the next few days on RadioSega.net, you'll see there's a surprise there, a uh, surprise show on on Sunday at 7 p.m. GMT, I think. Um, yeah, 
what could it be? What could it be? We're calling it a Station Legacy Surprise. We'll just have to tune in to find out what it is. Yeah, sounds interesting. So yeah, Winterfest 2016, get hype and join us, uh, sorry, next week, next Friday at uh, probably around 7 or 8 p.m. GMT. News uh, incoming in the next few days on RadioSega.net. Uh, and finally, Radio Sega's Fan Choice of the Year 2016 Awards. So uh, you probably know this by now from listening to other Radio Sega Live shows, but you can now vote for the three different categories of Radio Sega's Fan Choice 2016 Awards. You will have to vote for the Song of the Year, the Remix of the Year and Requests of the Year. So you need to vote for those three categories. You have until the end of the 30th of December to vote and the results will be announced on Radio Sega uh, during a special show hosted by Ravsig, Rexy and Gavi on uh, New Year's Eve. We'll be announcing the time for that soon. But uh, go to radiose.ga slash fanchoice2016 radiose.ga slash fanchoice2016 if you want to vote. Uh, many people have already and um, I have to say some some of the categories will we have some some yeah some ties here and there so if you guys want to help us with that go to radio se.ga slash fanchoice2016 and vote for your favorite Sega tunes and remixes I wonder how close it'll be this year yeah I don't know. I don't know. I, I wonder how many people will take part in the in this survey. I guess Hopefully we'll a lot. Wait. We'll have to wait to find out. Yeah. Hopefully a lot. Uh, over 25 people have already, so hopefully uh, 25 more at least. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, it's it's time to say goodbye. Um, we'll we'll just remind you that you have other Radio Sega Live shows to listen to um, there's no Sega Mixer Drive tomorrow because it's off season so your next uh, Radio Sega Live shows will be this Sunday and uh, get hyped because we'll be premiering two new shows on Radio Sega this Sunday Yay! first up we have um, The Blue Zone with PT Kikas at 5pm GMT on, on Sunday um, and it's uh, our brand new Sonic centric show so we, we have been uh, uh, a couple of years or more without uh, a Sonic centric show people have been asking for that and so PT Kikas delivers with a brand new show on Radio Sega this Sunday uh, 5pm GMT which is other times wherever you are in the world <laughs> if you go to radios.ga slash shows you'll get uh, the correct time in your time zone because the website will find your time zone and tell you when the show is airing and afterwards at 7pm GMT uh, Viper is coming to Radio Sega with the Dreamcast Tower which is a, a series of special shows dedicated to Sega's final console yeah so something to look forward to this Sunday two new shows on Radio Sega and we have more we have more on on coming soon to Radio Sega um, so stuff that we can't really 
announced just yet but uh, stay tuned during the month of December for news regarding Radio Sega Live shows that's all I can say for now uh, if you go to radiosg slash shows you'll find uh, a list of our um, uh, ongoing shows the, the, the stuff that's on season and you know Sega Mixed Drive is coming back soon the same for the voice of Sega and other stuff so you know keep listening to us next week uh, the Sega Lounge will not air on Thursday so instead we'll be moving our show to Sunday during the Winterfest and we have a special show do you know who our guests will be next week Esper K well I don't really know because you haven't told me indeed wait <laughs> you, you, that you, was you, it yeah <laughs> hmm. she was like hmm yeah I haven't oh, told no, you you really haven't told me no I hmm. haven't told you uh, so next week on Sunday during the Winterfest we'll have a very very special show because we'll be having a listening party uh, to Opus Science Collective's brand new Sonic uh, remix album Ooh. which is called Zoned so uh, yeah it's something we never did on, on the Sega Lounge we never had uh, the Opus Science Collective on the show either so we'll be talking about uh, the Opus Science Collective uh, who is part of the Opus Science Collective how many people are there we'll know that for sure next week three last time I remember maybe maybe you'll have to tune in to find out and uh, mm. hopefully the, the mystery behind the Opus Science Collective will be solved next week during the Sega Lounge we'll also have um, you know uh, a, a, a track by track play of, of the Zoned uh, EP they're, they're releasing and um, we'll have prizes to give away as well because it's part of Radio Sega's Winterfest 2016 and it's also not the season finale but the penultimate episode of season 3 of the Sega Lounge next Sunday uh, at uh, to be confirmed time probably probably uh, 8 p.m. GMT but we're not entirely sure so stay tuned to radiosega.net for uh, our uh, full in Winterfest 2016 schedule that's about it I think we're done thank you Esperke for coming on the show and helping me host thanks again for having me as always always a pleasure always a pleasure to have the happiest person on earth uh, join me on the show oh stop <laughs> and there's only one way to uh, end a, a show that's been dedicated to Puyo Puyo that is by playing a remix by Rexy from our 10th anniversary album which is called I Just Skipped Time Yesterday a remix of Arl's theme probably the most well known track in the Puyo Puyo series so that's what we'll leave you with and I've been KC I've been joined by the lovely Esper K this week thank you again for coming have a good show. night have a good night have a good uh, weekend good rest of the week and join us again next week during the Winterfest on Sunday for the Sega Lounge bye bye bye
Enjoyed the show? Check out the full Radio Sega live schedule at radiose.ga forward slash shows. Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24-7.